in the safety blitz. Aragamo. Dickerson. Has it picked off. That's Daryl Green. Hey, what's up, Redskins addicts? It's your host, Rod, back with episode 28, the Daryl Green pod. Uh, so we're jumping into the Cowboys this week. Uh, we got the uh, the two and four Cowboys facing the one and five Washington football team. Uh, so, yeah, the Cowboys are in first place at two and four. We're in last place at one and five. So you do the quick math. If we win, we're potentially tied with the Giants, if they win this week for first, even though they beat us, so theoretically we wouldn't be in first, and or we'd be second place to Philly if they end up being the Giants tonight. So to look at the Cowboys preview, where do you guys see this game going? Like what what does the average viewer have to look forward to with this football team? And Ellie, let's uh, let's uh, kick it off with you tonight. Well, and I think if you're being an optimist regarding the season, I think you, A, have a beatable opponent this week. B, you might actually see some offensive fireworks for the first time all season because Dallas's defense is not all that great. Um, so I think if, if there's anything, any one thing to look for, it's you might finally see a competent offense on the field with some offensive production from our skilled players, hopefully, like Terry and Gibson and guys like that. Um, well, from my perspective, it, it's going to be interesting. Cause like you guys said, Dak is hurt. Andy Dalton's in when he came, when Andy Dalton came in for relief, he did well, but you know, now that he had that half game under his belt and that full game last week, he didn't really do so hot. He's Andy Dalton is, you know, he's Andy Dalton. Uh, so like you said, Ellie, their defense is awful. They are just awful, awful, awful. They are moving. They will. A lot of these stats are under deck, so it's really hard to say what's going to happen now. But they're a forty-five percent third down conversion team. Uh, we, you know, we we're still sitting at thirty-four point one. So before last game, we were at twenty-nine percent. So it's gotten a little bit better. Yeah. But their defense is giving up fifty percent. Well, forty-nine percent third downs, and we're giving up forty-two point seven on third down. So we're, we're better third down defense, but I, 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 you know, on a nutshell, our defense definitely is better than their defense. Now they're, I think our defense is better than their offense too, without Dak Prescott, I'd say, make, uh, make Andy Dalton beat you. Cause they're not, yeah, for some reason they, they don't want to give the ball to Zeke and I don't know why. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. weird, man. Like that, that's definitely their key. Um, is passing the ball on this. I'm not sure if Andy Dalton's going to be the guy who's who's still capable of doing that. But uh, like just I'm looking at NFL.com, like the, the the matchup. Cowboys have the first number one offense in the league. Yeah. Um, but that's that's wholly predicated upon their passing game, and I think it's it, it's kind of uh, elevated by what Dak was doing before he went out with his unfortunate injury. Um, I like you said, I don't see Andy Dalton did not look um impressive at all last week to me um but yeah they're not feeding zeke they're, they got the 18th ranked russian offense compared to us dead last 32nd um so it's 
<laughs> it's it's going to be the defense. I mean, at the end of the day, like whichever defense can hold up, um, th- that's that's going to be the. Yeah, I, I think one thing that's kind of a misnomer about the offense for the Cowboys in the run game is the fact that, you know, they've been down by so much, they haven't been able to use the run game. You know what I'm saying? Like they've been yeah. been down 21 and nothing. I think their offense can still run the ball. I know they have some injuries on the offensive line. I think they're without at least two offensive linemen for the season, I two starters. I but believe it's four now. Is it four? Okay. I'm almost positive. So, but I, and we kind of have misnomers on our defense too. It's like we're, it's really hard to read what each team really truly is, you know, defensively for us and offensively for them. And I, I expect Zeke to have some success. And I think with Andy Dalton, like you guys said, you know what he is. Like he is what he is. What he is, is, you know, about a touchdown and a half passing, maybe two a game, um, you know, a pick here and there. But, he's not an exciting quarterback. So he's probably good to get them to 21 points. You know, what else can we stop them from getting is really going to be the key for us. And all year we haven't been able to consistently score 20 to 25 points. So, you know, for me, we got to find a way to get an extra touchdown this game somehow and hold them from getting an extra field goal. That's true. And our defense before last game, I think they gave up 30 points four straight games in a row. So you're right. It's not all crimson and closes with the defense. The defense is not, you know, shut down anyone that shows up. So you're absolutely right. And I think the misnomer about there being the number one defense offense too, like you said, Brad, a lot of that was Dax yards, but they were behind in a ton and almost all those games they were behind and they were just throwing, just throwing, 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 throwing. So maybe their offense isn't as good as what, we think it is on paper being number one, but it, it it's a division game, right? They, these games are always, no matter what happens, they always find a way to play down to each other's level most of the time. I mean, in this robbery, in total, Dallas has the upper hand. They're 73 and 45 at the all-time series. So it would be nice to steal one on Sunday, for real. <laughs> that's a shame that you say steal one versus a two and five team, two and four team. Like, that's just... <laughs> It's so embarrassing, man. Like it's this team has week one was really incredible for the Washington football team. Like you just felt like, okay, like we have a new era. We were all calling to Ron Rivera and like we have had nothing to look forward to week after week after week. Like it's just a continuous beat down, man. Um, and I, I think with that, man, I'm going to, I'm going to roll into the next topic is is the rivalry dead? And I, I asked that, and I think it's a good question from Dev. Um, it used to be the Cowboys versus the Indians, you know, and the lore of us being the Redskins is gone. Um, there's been chatter this week that we're going to probably remain the Washington football team. And I'm not sure if it's myself because I'm just admittedly down on the team right now but this has been the most pathetic Dallas week I've remembered in a long time, a very long time. And it's just, I, I, I think it's a valid question. Is the rivalry dead? Like, does it even mean anything? Like looking forward to the Thanksgiving game, game you know, a month from now, regardless of the record, like it just, it, to me, it's lost its magic, man, and some of its luster, but you know, I, I'll throw this one out to you, Steve. Like, do you do you think the rivalry's dead, or is it just 
is it a byproduct of two crappy teams in a, a four crappy team division uh, that we're seeing right now? Or what's up? Yeah, I don't think the rivalry's dead by any means. It's not. And I think it's still a big deal to both both fan bases. This year, <laughs> you want to ask me why it's a, the most quietest Dallas week ever. And yes, it doesn't even feel like it's a rivalry this year. And I'll just say, because 2020, man, <laughs> everything else in this world is wrong because of 2020. Look what this world's going through in 2020. This season was delayed. It, we're getting beat down. We, we're having pro- we, quarterbacks. We don't know what's going on. Coach is giving us mixed signals. He'll say one thing one week, another week. Look at Dallas. Their franchise quarterback is gone for the rest of the season. He may never come back to the team again if they don't figure out his situation. So I don't think it's just a a Washington side. I think it, this has to be reciprocated. It reciprocated to be a rivalry. And to be honest with you, all my Dallas friends, they've been kind of quiet, which is unusual because Dallas fans usually, you know, like we did boys, no matter what's going on, but they're pretty quiet this year too. I don't know about your, if you guys have any friends that are Dallas fans. So it's, it's definitely interesting. I say it's kind of dead this year, but you know, come Sunday, I think it'll, I think we'll ramp back up. And if we win on Sunday, I think it'll bring a lot of anticipation to that Thanksgiving game. What about you, Ellie? Yeah. Well, you know, my boy Trey is a huge Cowboys fan, right? We haven't talked about this game at all all week. I I think it's the, the rivalry is kind of like, it used to be just the whole allure of the entire Thing. I think fans have kind of evolved to the point where it matters based on what's at stake for the game. Like we were talking about 2012, the Thanksgiving game, the game at the end of the year was stuff on the line. If, if there was stuff on the line, this would be a big rivalry. But with both teams going with players where you basically know most of the team won't be here next year, it's a little hard to get behind this. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, and I think NFL players aren't doing rivalries any favors by being such close friends on social media and off the field where everybody works out together and everybody's cool. It takes a little bit of the edge off the rivalry in general, but I think you're right this year. There's really not going to be much of a rivalry because like I said, there's players that you know, aren't going to be here next year or for the long term. And the fact that both teams have absolutely nothing to play for at this point. Yeah, they really don't. And it it's it's kind of sad, but it, it what's really sad is that we are what are we one and one and five, and yeah, we're one still and five. Yeah, and we're still so close from being at the top of the division. So it's crazy because I mean you say like we don't have anything to play for, but Ron Rivera thinks we do. <laughs> True. <laughs> like, <laughs> like knowing our luck, we'll go we'll go six and ten and win the division. <laughs> Dude, I mean, if they, I mean, hell, the Giants made what was their Super Bowl run like nine and seven? They won the Super Bowl. Do I think that this wild card? Absolutely not. Like, stop. But it's just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I said it earlier, you know, a couple, couple minutes ago. Like, I just, yeah, yes. But yeah. it's the, one of one of the other things about the rivalry is it, is. Th- is 
where's this game where where's this game being played at it's it's in um, FedEx. it's, it's in fedex. fedex and it, i think we're having fans this is the first time we're having fans no uh-uh not till not november yet. 8th november 8th okay so we're we're two weeks away from that so yeah it's it, it's going to be a new uh, you can call it a neutral game i guess but the, the whole home field advantage thing it's not really going to matter they're traveling two two hours over from a time zone so it, it even the, t- the funny part is even the team on social media i don't know if you guys noticed that i haven't seen a whole lot of dallas week we want dallas that's, sort of stuff like I'm saying you know even yeah, the team dude. hasn't been promoting it yeah i think it's it's crazy like i th- i think it's dead it is dead whether it's 2020 whatever it is and like you looked at like baseball the world series are going on like you're, you're kind of excited about that Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on in the sports world that we don't really greatest? get to benefit from. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just oh god, it's it's yeah. So, <laughs> actives and then actives. So, shitty teams. Our team is unfortunately looking pretty hurt up again. Um, so, Steve, like for the inactives for the skins this week or the Washington football team, like what really? Uh, are you scared about someone not playing? Uh, like, which which is the most impactful player that's probably not going to play? I mean, for us right now, we're actually we're doing pretty good. I hate to say this because this is the first year that we've been okay. So it, it's it's weird. We we had some people who were injured this week, but they're all a full go now. You know, Gibson. I guess Gibson was out a week. Excuse me, Gibson was out for a day on his toe. Uh, Chase Ruye was had a knee problem. Greg Stroman, it looks like he didn't didn't practice. But other than that, we're we're looking pretty good on our side as far as injuries go. Dallas, on the other hand, is a whole completely different story. And if you want to run through the Dallas ones, it's it's uh, so they're on their injured reserve. Ellie, we were talking about it. So Travis Frederick, he's out. He, I think, he retired. The uh, L. Collins, remember the dude from LSU, the big, big tackle, yep. had some problems, but turned out to be a really good pick for them. He's on the injured reserve. Uh, Blake Jarwin, their tight end, he's on the injured reserve. Sean Lee, injured reserve. Tyron Smith, injured reserve. So he's pretty stout tackle. Uh, Leighton Vanderesh, I believe he's back. He was on the uh, injured yes. for a turn, but he's back, which kind of stinks. And uh, Tyrone Crawford is a defensive end. He's practicing and Everson Griffin's full and Demarcus Lawrence is full. So not really worried about their defense, but their offensive line injuries. Uh, I think Zach Martin, I, this, this page isn't updated, but at least Zach Martin uh, was injured too. So it could be a good opportunity for the defensive front to, to eat. Yeah. Zach Martin didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. He's, he's still out with a concussion. And then uh, they also have – I'm not sure if you said Brandon Knight already, their uh, their tackle. He didn't practice two days in a row as well with a knee okay. injury. No, I didn't say that one. That's good. Good news. Nope. So, yeah, so those two dudes, um, I believe they're both on the – I know Zach Martin is for sure. I'm not sure about Brandon Knight if he's a starter or not. But uh, two at least offensive linemen did, did not practice the past two days. And the only other person I see for the Cowboys list is Alden Smith. Uh, he didn't practice yesterday. Alden Smith did not practice. Yeah, that's right. He didn't practice. Uh, it looked like he didn't practice Wednesday, which is yesterday. He was limited today. So I'm hope hopefully Zach Kicking Martin us in the butt again. Yeah, hopefully Zach Martin doesn't play. That would be that would be helpful if Zach Martin doesn't play. Yeah. Uh, 
I, it is a bummer. I don't know if you guys saw Ron's quote about Sadiq Charles. He's just built differently. And then someone was, someone <laughs> tweeted, yeah, built differently, gets injured on the second play. Of course he's built differently. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's, I, that's, a, that's kind of a bummer. Because like I said, we said this, what was it? Um, maybe two podcasts ago that we never, or maybe I might, my, my dumb butt said it, but we never get to see the full shake of evaluation of anything on this team. It's always something, it's always circumstantial. Something always happens, but so he's yeah. Sadiq Charles is out Antonio Gandy golden. I'm still holding on to that, that <laughs> he didn't play. He still pulled up uh, on his hamstring. And uh, other than that, Isaiah Wright did not practice today too. So, and neither did yeah, he's out. He's out. He's out. Mm-hmm. So, and Jerron Christian did not practice today too. Yo, yeah, I saw a tweet today that uh, we are we only have three active wide receivers on the roster, and we signed two practice squad wide receivers. You hear about that? Yep, yep. It was uh, Jeff Bidet and uh, who was the other guy? Um, Jeff Bidet, fucking a guy whose name. <laughs> is connected to a device that cleans your ass. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yeah, and we signed a tight end Hemingway, too, because we cut Marcus Ball, I think. Whoa, so, that was under the radar. I mean, yeah, Hem- yeah, yeah. Hem- that must have happened a couple weeks ago because Hemingway played last week for the first time, right? Wasn't last week his first game? Yeah, Ball was an active. I think we just recently released Ball. Now, okay. So Hemingway was the yeah. only tight end to catch a pass at that that. I don't know what you want to call it, that rainy day massacre that happened. <laughs> Only Logan didn't catch past that game, but Hemingway did. He looks, I don't know. He looks like he has some potential. Yeah. He just, how much are they going to use him and what can he do in the blocking game? Right. Otherwise that potential will never matter. You know? Right. Yep. Um, as far as like the inactives and stuff for me, I think the long-term wise, I think Sadiq being out again and Gandy going being out again, this is really problematic for, what they're going to be for us long-term. But in terms of the game itself, um, I think you hit it. Like the wide receiver is not being available whatsoever. And that means you have Terry McLaurin. Um, no, Dallas secondary is not great, but I think all secondaries improve when you have the ability to just load coverage on a single receiver because we literally have no one else. Yeah. Um, and then I think uh, Vander Esch being back for the Cowboys is probably going to make a bigger difference on that defense than people are giving credit for. Uh, he's a tackling machine, you know, oh, so. They're going to stuff the run. Oh, wait. <laughs> we'll, we'll, take care, we'll take care of that for you. <laughs> yeah, Scott Turner's got that under control. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, is, AG, is AGG Malcolm Kelly? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Jock, I hope not, man. Josh Doxson, that's what, that's what no, Dev and I were saying. Dobson, Kelly, Devin Thomas, like he's a what? He's yeah. a fourth. He's a fourth rounder. Fourth yeah. Round pick. So yeah, obviously a little bit of slack, you know. Give him an extra year, and then we. There was no. There was no reason to draft him at that point. I don't. Yeah, I mean, we, another pod. I know, but yeah. In the fourth round, when we had so many needs, and they went after, and and Harmon was still healthy at this point. Yeah. And they went after and got this guy. Just woof. What a you know. You know, it's Whatever. funny. I, w- I went back, like you said, Ellie, and listened to the first podcast. You know, we had 14 wide receivers yep. on this roster at one time. 14. <laughs> yeah. And then we were, then now we're down to three plus two practice squad. Man, yeah. what happened to us? But you wish you had Trey Quinn now, don't you? You, you know, I, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I said, and I said, we have 14 wide receivers. Oh, I don't care man. what we do as long as we don't have Trey Quinn. I, yeah, we <laughs> might need Trey Quinn now. So, 
<laughs> oh, Surprise, man. motherfucker! Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, how, how I think we talked about a little bit earlier, but how do you how do you guys see us matching up with the Cowboys? Um, like what? Like, do, do we have any advantages facing this squad? Especially talking about the you know who's active and inactive. Uh, you know what? I don't think so because our special teams unit is hurt by the inactives completely and entirely. I mean, our our returners are not there. Sims is out. Wright's going to be out. So we don't have a special teams advantage. Um, we don't use our running game. Um, so that can't be an advantage. I don't think we have, you know, Kyle Allen is a ticking time bomb, you know, personally speaking. So I, I don't, if it's anywhere, I think our secondary has an advantage. They have really good receivers though. And they're really fast. And they send CD lamb down the middle all the time. And of course we know what the middle of our defense can't do. So I, th- I think Dallas probably has an advantage if you ask me. Advantage on, on what overall or both sides of the ball and overall. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even with news coming out that the, uh, the locker room is starting to revolt in Dallas talking about the coaches can't coach and anything. You think that's going to have any sort of like a, I guess, boil over or roll over? No, because they have they have veteran players. If nothing With else, they have overzealous to, to coach. Yeah, yeah, but veteran players tend to cure that kind of stuff when you're playing bad teams. I mean, we have to remember we're a really bad team, and so in order for that to matter that much, it has to be really bad in that locker room. But they still have Zeke, and they do have Dalton, who's been in the league for what almost ten years now. Um, so and Cooper, who's been in the league for six or seven, and you know they got. Veterans help. Yeah, I'm kind of with you, Ellie. I, I, if Kyle Allen was not our quarterback, I would say the offense might have the advantage with Dwayne Haskins under center. And here, and here's why. Just let's hear me out. The Dallas defense is so bad. Okay, they're giving up six yards a play. Six yards a play. That's a lot. Now our defense is five point five. I'm sorry. Yeah, our 5.5 yards to play. But their passing defense, 120 attempts. I'm sorry, 196 attempts, 120 completed, 1420 yards, 14 touchdowns, and one interception. That is a quarterback's dream. And I and I mm. don't think we're gonna be able to take advantage of it because what we have on offense. So it's yeah, it's it's kind of frustrating to to know that we, this is a golden opportunity for us to to take advantage of it, and it's just it's just not there. So it, <laughs> when we get to the prediction, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm interested to see what you guys are going to say as far as what we think we're going to do. But it's it's kind of scary to know that we're going to go against this crappy defense, and we might not be able to take advantage of it. But you know, I hopefully I'm wrong. We'll see. I don't. I, there's nothing in front of me that says we'll do otherwise, it, you know, not at the, because we're limited by Scott Turner. We're limited by Kyle Allen. We're limited by our, we don't want to run the ball. So a lot of different we're things. By random dude just showing up off the street. Yeah. To play but, wide receiver. Like that's fucking, you know incredible. what? The, the last previous years under Jay, it was random dude showing up to play offensive line. Remember that? And quarterback <laughs> and quarterback. Yes. Josh Johnson, Mark Sanchez. 
God, so man. It's, yeah. I, I feel like my life is a hidden camera show and like someone's just looking at me right now laughing i know i'm not recording video tonight but my face is just so fucking hurt right now yeah i mean <laughs> it's, well it, breaking down that matchup a little bit further they they have two really good wide receivers in amari cooper and cd lamb which man cd lamb is going to be i think he's going to be a good wide receiver for for a long time for Dallas or for whoever he plays with, but that dude's fast and Michael Gallup's averaging, you know, 20 yards a clip on every catch. So if for some reason, Andy Dalton has enough time to throw behind that Swiss cheese line that used to be one of the best in the league. And if we don't get pressure, we might be in, you know, for a surprise. I don't know. Yeah. So transition to the Washington football team wins if. Uh, for me, easy one. We win if we repl- replicate the week one performance versus the Eagles. And yeah. we sack this dude at least five times. Like, that's that's it. We got to get to him. We got to take advantage of, of the O-line being cut up and force them to beat us a different way. But Because if we allow him to just sit back, and like you just mentioned, those wide receivers, they'll, they'll cut us up. On the coast, up pretty bad. So we got to get to the quarterback and uh, keep him flustered all day. Steve, how, how about you, man? How, how do you feel? How, what, what's going to make us be a winning team on Sunday? Yeah, I'm with you. I think you have to make Andy Dalton beat you because I think if they were if they would be fully committed to Ezekiel Elliott in this game, we might be in trouble. That dude always he has. Well, I'm not going to say always. I'm not going to say always because we've stopped them before but that was behind their previous offensive line. So I say make Andy Dalton beat you. Load up the box. Zeke is not going to beat you with this with this crappy O-line they have. And pressure Andy Dalton. We've known Andy Dalton for a long time now, and when he gets flustered, <laughs> he's not good, right? He's, he's, a, he's an average starter at best, but once he's flustered, you're going you're gonna to be, be fine. So I hope Kendall Kendall Fuller could probably you know sneak off another pick just like he has the last you know three games. So what about you, Ellie? We win this game um, if I, I I disagree a little bit on Zeke. I think he's probably going to have a pretty decent performance. So I'm going to say if we get to the quarterback, to me that's the only way that we can slow down that offense. Um, we're not going to be able to rush as many people as we normally do because of the receivers that they have um, and the fact that Zeke's always a threat. So, well, and let me change a little bit too. Like if our front four can get pressure, I'll be more specific. If we have to blitz to get pressure, this game's going to get real ugly real quick. So I'm counting on that front four to do their job this week. Yeah, that'd be kind of scary if we do have to blitz, man, because that means – that's one linebacker who's not in coverage. But the good part is I think they're down. They're starting tight end. So now they're on to a dude named Dalton Schultz. He has 23 catches, 260 yards, two touchdowns. He's averaging 11 yards a catch. It's kind of not not that bad for a tight end. So 23 catches is a lot. It's more than Logan Thomas. That's way more than Logan Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. Yeah, Logan's sitting. No, yeah, Logan's at 17. So, yeah, way more than Logan Thomas. Hey, do you guys know Andy Dalton's record versus the Washington Redskins, i.e. football team? Let's guess. Please. Hold on. Let's guess. Just, yeah. just guess. Don't look it up. Just guess. No, 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 I'm, no, I'm going to say 4-0. 1-0-2. Oh, 
and one. one. We had a tie with him. That's right. <laughs> 2016, 2016, yeah, yes. the London game. Yes, oh. that's right. We should have won that game, by the way. Yep. So, yeah, he, he beat us in 2012. So, uh, week three, uh, Griffin's w- rookie season, uh, 38 that's, to 31. That's when Muhammad Sanu opened the game with a yes. bomb. Yes. I, I was at that game. <laughs> yep. Three touchdowns, one interception. And then, uh, you know, QB rating of 132. And then 2016, he had one touchdown, one interception, QB rating of 81.8. So, overall, four touchdowns, two interceptions, QB rating of 101.8 versus us. So, it's it's not like he's been overly successful against the Washington football team. So, I, th- I think we have a chance. And I'm that's crazy that I have a little bit of hope in my soul for this squad. So, predictions. Predictions, predictions to close it out. Uh, where do you guys see this game actually ending up score wise? Well, let's first let's give Phil's and Dev scores. So okay. Phil Phil is predicting a 27-21 Washington football team victory. Dev is giving a 30 to 17 Washington football team victory. I'll go ahead and give mine. I'm actually I think for, <laughs> I'm going to pick the the Washington football team to win this game. I usually don't pick them to win, but I'm going to say 24-20 Washington football team. I'm going to, I'm going to, I feel confident we can we can rack off 24. Weather's supposed to be 50 degrees on Sunday, no issues. So I'm going to go 24-20 Washington. Ellie, how, how about you, man? I got 25 to 13. I got the Cowboys winning this one. Ooh. Hurts me to say. Okay, 25. How do we get to 25? Two-point conversions, the safety. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, two-point conversion. Yeah, you said 25-13? You got it. All right. 25-13 us or them? Dallas. Cowboys. Cowboys. Okay. Dallas. All right. So I won't be the lone wolf then. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to blow us out 42-17. to 17. Ooh. Okay. I just, I, I, hey, it, it fucking hurts so much less when I expect nothing but the worst. And I'm going to continue to do that until they prove me otherwise. Well, you know, it's true, man. They, for some reason, teams, players, whomever, they seem to find their groove against us. It, it's always been that way. And I don't think this season is any different. No, it's, it's frustrating. Like Ron, to to to, I was so excited to to hire a defensive-minded coach. We got what we thought was a really decent defensive coordinator, and then we've been absolute piss pumps as far as allowing points. Like it, we haven't. It's it's weird because you're like, oh yeah, we got the 13th ranked defense, but do we really? Like when you're allowing 30 plus points in four games, like do we really have a dominant defense aside from week one? They haven't been what we want yeah. them to be. They've been extremely in that defensive ranking. Sorry, that defensive ranking is based on yardage too, like not yeah. actual like points you know, allowed. Gameplay. That, yeah, yeah, it's it's that's all I care about. Like when I look at offense and defense, I don't care if you put five hundred yards and three points. Like, do do you get me a win? Like, how many points are you scoring and how many points are you allowing? That's all that matters to me. I don't care if the defense allows eight hundred yards. Yeah. If they if they hold them to to, to 10 points, shit, that's a good game. Like, okay, you, you bend it, you, you know, you bend, but you didn't break. I can deal with that. Um, but 
yeah, just 30 points a game. Like it's very hard for any offense. I don't care if it's Haskins, Allen, Alex Smith, um, Tom Brady. If that defense is giving up 30 points, it's hard for a quarterback to will that team to victory week in, week out. Yeah. When you look at the non yardage metrics for their defense, they're actually not that far behind us. I hate to say it. They're not. Like I said, third down percentage for them is 49. We're sitting at 43. Uh, red zone, they're, they're sitting at 67. We're sitting at 55. So it's not that far off. I think yardage, like you said, yardage tells a different story. Yeah. I mean, just get after it, man. Like like I said, if, if we can get after Dalton and make him uncomfortable, then we got a legit shot. And, and, you know, my prediction blows up in my face, and I'm fine with it. Um, yeah. Got to see. So I think this is uh, 28 wrapping up, though, fellas. What's what's the score before we cut out? What's the score of the, uh, the game right now? It Giants. is 10-7, and uh, the Giants quarterback just threw a pick to the Eagles. That's what I like to hear. I haven't heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jones. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's awesome. His first drive though was pretty slick. I, I did watch it. He he did throw a 39 yard pass to Golden Tate, but he 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 showed his true colors right after that. He's he's Kyle Allen on steroids. He he throws some good balls, man, and you're like, wow. And then he's always gonna come back to being who he is, and he's gonna make some boneheaded plays. Yeah, or her wow you or her wow you with a run, a thir- a 39, yeah, a big big scamper. Yep. And the difference is he actually has an arm and Kyle Allen doesn't. And so right. he gets away with it sometimes. So. You know, so, the funny, funny thing about Kyle Allen, I, I thought he was a little guy, like short. And I looked up mm-hmm. his stats. He's he's actually he's almost the same height as Dwayne, but he, I feel like he doesn't look like that on the field. He looks small. I don't know if that's just me or. No, I, th- I it's funny. I looked him up earlier this week too, and I didn't realize he was like six two, six two or six three. I thought he was like five ten as well. He he yeah. seems he seems uh, small. Maybe that's just what we think of him. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Kyle Allen. <laughs> I'll say it. I don't like you because I don't like what Ron Rivera did. Like that, just it's just bitch shit, man. Yeah, the the back and forth like about this dude has just been an absolute freaking clown cart. Well, I mean, remember today it came out. I don't I, I don't know who asked him the question, but he said that Dwayne never had a cutoff point, and then Galdi and Doc played the clip where he said, "Yes, Dwayne has a cutoff point." So I, I think this dude's out in, the, in left field, man. I don't think he's dude, he's all there. Legit, this guy is like the fucking Dave Chappelle. Like skit, it's like fuck your couch, Charlie Murphy. Like yeah. I never, I never did anything to you, Charlie Murphy. Like I love you. Like what? Like dude, yeah. like it's it's the Rick James skit. That's yeah. that's what he seems like because it's so wishy washy, back and forth, flip flopping. Like you're on record saying that hey, like this dude has a timeline. We expect him to. I mean, I would like to think. Timeline. I would love to think that he is just getting Kyle Allen's trade value up to trade him and that Dwayne's the long-term guy, but that's me oh. and my wishful thinking. I think that's he deep. ruined his psyche though, man. Oh yeah. 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 I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. I just, that's just my, you know, hoping. Well, he runs a risk of it. At least like Dwayne has at least been active somewhat on social media, like congratulating his teammates 
I'm like, Cam Sims scored a touchdown. I was like, hey, congrats. I keep grinding. Like, I like to see that. Um, I'm not sure what, if anything, does it mean, but. Yeah. I, there's a chance Dwayne, you know, if Kyle Allen gets hurt, I think we will see Dwayne again. If, if he struggles this week, and I mean, like, I, I think if he doesn't just play well this week, I think after that bye week, I think Dwayne's coming back. I don't, I, you know, it's funny. Like we heard that report about the quote unquote front office, not being happy about the quarterback play. And we haven't gotten any better quarterback play. And we haven't heard anything from the front office. Right. Right. Yeah. Some things are just so strange about this situation. Like Rivera didn't really like Kyle Allen in Carolina based on the perception there. Like he Mm -hmm. wanted Cam. The organization wanted Will Greer to play last year. That's part of the reason why Rivera got let go. They, and, and of course the OC wanted Kyle Allen, whatever. The, it's just so weird to me that he's dying on this. I, I hate to use that term when somebody going to cancer, but he's dying on this hill of Kyle Allen, who I I believe they traded for to be the long term backup quarterback here. Like, yeah, fifth round pick. They haven't started quarterback. He's the backup. It, if, if there's something so personal between him and Dwayne that's making him feel this way, I wish he would just be like man up and come out and say it. Like, I don't like what he did. This is. Stop trying to tell us that you're trying to win the division. We're not dumb, Ron. We've been fans of this team longer than he's been in the NFL. Like, just that's what bothers me the most about this situation. We know you don't like Kyle Allen as a quarterback. We know you don't believe in Kyle Allen as a quarterback. Why is it – why are you being so stubborn about this? Yeah. I don't know. I loved. I love. I was. I hope. I was hoping the red. The Redskins at the time would draft Will Greer. You know, second, third round as a developmental guy. Personally, at a WVU. Yeah. Didn't happen. Yeah. Well. Didn't happen. Yeah. Didn't happen. But, I mean, I, I'm with you though. I think we see Dwayne again. I wasn't so sure a couple of weeks ago, but Kyle Allen just really has not been good. You know, despite the quote unquote moving the ball argument, um, which is really the moving the goalpost argument, but whatever. Um, so if he, if he doesn't come out and just kill these Cowboys, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some internal conversations next week. And then we're going to see something different coming out of the bye. But let's. Yep. You think, do you think it's going to be Haskins or Smith? Man, if they go to Smith, <laughs> I, I heard you and saw you sigh, but there's no. Vi- I'd rather see Steven Montez than uh, Smith. <laughs> there's just, there's no, after that Rams game, there's just no justification for putting Smith in. So if they do that, he, you know he's lost it. He needs to step aside and let Del Rio yeah. run the show for a little while. Yeah, time to retire. He's got, I mean, he's got to retire at the end of this year, right? Has to. Rock? Smith? Or- no, he's Smith? Oh, okay. Smith. Alex Smith. Yeah. Has to. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like it's maybe he pulls like a, a Tom Brady. You find some team that's on the cusp and thinks that if you have a level-headed QB play and they can protect them. I, I mean, I wouldn't want to do it, but you never know how, how teams may be leaning, you know? Well, he's making 17 million this year. There's no way he's getting paid 17 million anywhere next year. No, no, so, he shouldn't. So is the money worth it for him next year? I mean, he's a competitor. He's a warrior. I get it. It might be, it might not be about the money. 
but I think we guaranteed his what seventy five million. We guaranteed over three. If I'm not mistaken, I mean, I I still remember going nuclear when we traded. Oh my gosh, you couldn't have found a worse quarterback to fit Jay Gruden's system. The thing with the thing with him too, like it sucks that he got hurt, but like he was he was Kirk Cousins at thirty four years old instead of Kirk Cousins at twenty nine. Like it, yeah. it made no sense to get an older version of a dude who was putting up fantasy football admirable numbers, but he wasn't really winning games. He still turned the ball over, making dumb decisions. Like in the Alex, maybe turned the ball over a little bit less. Um, but those were the most boring games I ever saw. When they were, we were horrible. Six and what do we were? Were we six, six and, and three? Six like those dude, were that the was worst wins, games. Though. Ever. Against would, the worst teams in the league, yeah, too. Alex was good for 178 and one touchdown. That's what you were getting. It was 178 yards and one touchdown. I think he threw for 170 yards three times that year and one touchdown. Yeah. That's what you were getting. That's crazy. And everyone this year is like, oh, Dwayne has a thrown for 300. Like that was that was the fucking litmus test for the, the second year quarterback without an offseason and all this other stuff. He hasn't thrown for 300 yards, so he's trash. But well, we were six and three with a guy who went one seventy eight and you know one. Like it's just that's it's, why like we've been saying like it does the stats don't matter man like it's it's wins. Like Kyle yeah. Smith coming in if he's delivering wins I'm shutting the fuck up like I have nothing to say on this podcast online Twitter Facebook. He he's muting me because <laughs> okay we made we made the change you came in and you delivered wins, and you haven't been able to do that. And you also haven't hit 300 yards passing, which I've been told recently is how we measure quarterbacks in D.C. Hmm. Rod, you were starting to say something about the, when the trade went down and how you felt about that. I, I'm interested to hear you finish that thought. Oh, did I cut out? Yeah. Oh, dude, no, but the, when the trade went down with Alex Smith, I just went nuclear because um, he was just older. He was, he was a 35-year-old quarterback 34 35 year old version of of Kirk Cousins like I didn't see as an upgrade it was a lateral move to an older dude and you gave him an immediate contract extension and Andy Reid will always get the best of us yes I'm telling you Patrick Mahomes will be will be a member of this team in 10 years get your your jerseys now (laughs) get your jerseys now he did it with Donovan he did it with Alex he'll probably do it again that's, that's, that's yeah, that's the thing like, that bothered me about that. <laughs> I can't even laugh at that. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. Ooh, Wentz just threw a terrible pick. But the thing that bothered me with that Alex Smith trade was with a quarterback like that, you have to have an elite running game and an elite defense to even matter. And we had neither of those things at that point. And so, like, what are, you, what are we doing? <laughs> Why are we getting this guy? Yeah. And look at that year he had in Kansas City. I mean, he had Tyreek Hill. He had... Uh, Travis Kelsey, or I'm um, sorry, yeah, Travis Kelsey. He had um, who was the speedy uh, running back, Cream Hunt, before he had his personal issues, and and Kendall Fuller, the guy who's our cornerback now, was on their team, and they had a pretty their defense wasn't bad, it was pretty good. So yeah. he had all the moving pieces. We talked about this before. That was his best year of his career, and that was an average year for most mainstream quarterbacks right in, in today's game and then we gave him a hundred milli like he was gonna get better <laughs> 36 right. years old like, right right come on guys yeah it's frustrating so 
absolutely embarrassed. Yeah. The game and see what's going on. But uh, 28. Sorry, sorry, listeners, I'm cutting out. Probably. Uh, it, it's okay, Rod. We, we, we love you, man. We're just glad that you're back with us. That's all. My shit's cutting out again, right? My wife is on the phone with Spectrum right now. <laughs> like, fucking cursing these people out. <laughs> Spectrum is the internet out in Kansas. Is that what it is? Yeah, Spe- dude. Spectrum. Like, and they're saying that, like, they're telling me that I'm using all my devices on one network. This is a wired connection, you ass clowns. <laughs> but they're blaming me. It's like, no, dude. So, like, yeah. <laughs> so frustrating. I, I probably sound like fucking Neo in the Matrix going through the telephone. Um, Steve, I need you to probably upload this again. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I got you. Man. Can you sign off then? Because I keep trying to, and I keep fucking. Yeah, well, let's just my, close it my out. My sound's messing up, man. Anybody have some shout outs before we, uh, you know, shout out to Rod's internet before we <laughs> before we, we close it down? Anybody? Yeah. Rod, shout you got any shout Yeah, shout out to Spectrum. <laughs> oh, my Rod, God. Get, get, get your shout outs in before it's too late. Shout out to Spectrum. Uh, shout out to Ron Rivera. Um, psych, no, fuck that guy. Fuck Spectrum. Fuck Ron Rivera. Um, I'm on my dev tip tonight, so yeah, I'm uh, I have no shout outs, unfortunately. Right. I'm still pissed off. What you got, Ellie? You got anything? Um, shout out to Phil and, and Dev, shout out to Rod. Um, <laughs> I haven't been real active in the group this week, busy week for me, uh, and I wasn't feeling well early in the week, so I don't have any shout outs to anybody in the group, but. Shout out to everybody. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Shout out to everybody. Uh, I'm kind of the same way. It's always busy for me with school and stuff during the week. But uh, thanks for keeping the, the group active, fellas, you guys, and, and ladies and gentlemen. You guys are, are doing a good job with the content. And uh, we hope you listen to this podcast and, and listen to some of our other fellow podcasts in the group. Uh, big shout out to the 56 podcast by our own Ellie Suggs. So go get go get that a listen. I always got to give that a good plug. And uh, shout out to our records predictions from week one. Let me just rattle yeah. them off real quick. Rod had six and ten. I had six and ten. Phil had six and ten. Dev cut out, of course. <laughs> and, and Ellie had nine and seven. So shout out to those record predictions before we even knew what was going on. We've been having a good time going back, listening to the old podcast and, <laughs> and throwing it back in each other's faces. And it makes for really good banter. Nine so, and seven? Nine and seven. That's what he. That's what he picked. But you know, ben, that's when all the stars were aligned at the time. It's still possible. It's still possible. <laughs> we'll just put an asterisk next to that and put maybe division champions. You know, so maybe the next thing we do is what's the lo- what? What is the lowest grade we need? For, what is the lowest win total for the division? We might break it. We might break a record this year in our in our NFCE. So who knows? But. All right, we're going to close this one out. The official Pod 28 Daryl Green podcast is now coming to an end. We'll catch up with you guys, and we'll see you guys on Sunday for uh, pregame. Signing off. Peace. Hey.